0: It's in the Gospel of Matthew 24, 36 through 44. Hear the word of the Lord. However, no one knows the day or the hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. When the Son of Man returns, it will be like it was in Noah's day. In those days before the flood, the people were enjoying banquets and parties and weddings right up to the time Noah entered his boat. People didn't realize what was going to happen until the flood came and swept them all away. This is the way it will be when the Son of Man comes. Two men will be working together in the field. One will be taken the other way. Two women will be grinding flour at the mill. One will be taken the other left. So be prepared, because you don't know what day your Lord is coming. Know this. A homeowner who knew exactly when a burglar was coming would stay alert and not permit the house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time, for the Son of Man will come, when least expected. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. Thanks be to God. Lord, I ask you one more time that your word speak through me as we open our hearts to you this day. In Jesus' name, the community of believers must be ready ready for what we ask well be ready for the second coming of Christ for Christ's return why? because we as Christians know that it is coming he is his second coming but we are also told that we do not know when it will be we are be, we're to be prepared through our faith and through our life by being in personal relationship with the Lord. He tells us, draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. And he's that Then further, cleanse your hands, you sinners. Sanctify your hearts, doubting souls. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Man, when I read that, I was like, that's pretty harsh. I can't say that out loud in the church. Harsh but true. And he's warning us again today. So it's not like he hasn't told us again and again of his coming, returning, and his judgment. Being ready by continuing to be in good and faithful witness as Deanna did today, in that beautiful song. And his kingdom, for Christ and his kingdom. In other words, keeping the main thing, the main thing. Keeping our life purpose focused on he and others, not ourselves. I said on the way over here several times this morning he and not me. He but not me. He not me. I have some rubber bracelets on it that say that to remind me during the day that it's all about him and not me. And allowing him to sanctify our hearts continually as we run the race, finish the course, and learn and grow spiritually from our life challenges, becoming more and more like him through them. I really looked up sanctify just to remind us what God is doing in our lives and he is setting us apart or declaring us holy, setting us apart to be different from others as a witness to his goodness and grace in person. This week I have received several scriptures I will give who the fed where it's deserved right now through the Holy Spirit and three of these scriptures spoke to the sermon message this day for us and I will share Number one, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were making an appeal through us. I know our judge present today would understand that. 2 Corinthians 5.20, making an appeal for us to use us to spread his good news through our lives. Two, and do not forget to do good and to share with others. For such, with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Hebrews 13, 6. Don't get off track. Don't get sidetracked on ourselves or our selfish desires, Sandra, that we forget our goal. Before number three, I'm going to tell you this cute story yesterday called The Return. Didn't make it Black Friday shopping, but we did get out yesterday. Happy blessed day. Before that, I had bought her a vest, and that's always a um, hit or miss by clothes for your 26-year-old. Uh, but she loved it. I just got the wrong size. I got the size that I knew better than to get and left the one at the store that I knew I should have gotten. So, yesterday morning, yesterday was our journey out into the stores to exchange this vest and get the right size. So, we planned our whole day yesterday around returning this vest. And her cousin, my cousin, was with us, Caroline. She celebrated the holidays with us as well. So, as we prepared where we were going to eat, that was certainly primarily, primarily on our list. Primarily going to do we're trying to get ready to go in the rain and I had a bad hair day and I took this extra time. As we began to leave, we were heading out. I put the lights off and we were walking out the door and Glenn said, Mom, did you get the vest? <laughs> and I said, Glenn, that is such an example for our lesson tomorrow for church. We got so busy with all the busyness and the other things that were on our heart and mind to do what we wanted to accomplish and getting all that done, that we forgot our goal. We forgot our purpose, which was to return the best about walked out of the housework. This morning, Sheila Van Devender said, I could share this story, but she said that her her definition of the best story was when she was teaching science and all the kids did their science projects. They all loaded up in the van to go to to present them to the judges, and they got there, and somebody was missing something, and she said, what did you forget? They thought that he had forgotten his agenda or whatever. He said, no, I forgot my project. (laughs) (laughs) We do that a lot of times, do we not? As if with Thanksgiving, I had to remind myself many times the purpose of the Thanksgiving holiday was not to have perfect dressing, Not that I forgot the mayonnaise, not that we left the cranberry sauce in the refrigerator, but that when one of my guests left, they called me back and said, we felt at home in your home. We felt at home in your home. Number three, Joan copied the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Romans 12, 2. Back to number one. Be alert. Be aware of our focus, what our purpose is, and our goal. To be a light in the darkness, a source of hope in this world. Right now. As I prepared this scripture passage again, like last Sunday, I felt it odd that we were talking about the returning of Christ, the second coming, when we we're about to celebrate the birth of our Savior through Advent season. And then it came to me very clearly and theologically that the timing is a perfect reminder of what the season of Advent is all about opening our hearts and minds our spirits and our eyes to our focus and our main goal in life. Maybe one of the young girls at the store needed to meet us yesterday and see a light. Maybe we needed to have joy and hope in our day, get our minds off of things going on. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We don't know. But we do know that God has a special purpose for each one of us, a call he sends us and what we are doing and who we are with. It's not so much about the dressing, even though it's really good and it's very important, and the turkey, oh my goodness, how my daughter worked for that beautiful turkey and tender, oh. But it was about the fellowship and the joy and our thanksgiving and remembering what we have to be thankful for and how blessed we are as a people of God. How easy it is to get unfocused, I I call this story um, room to room. How many of you, I may have mentioned this before, I know I do this, I go, men, I don't know if you do this or not. We're cleaning our home we're preparing for everybody to come over or preparing for some season or something to happen. And we move into the other room to go get something to take care of it and we do something else when we get there. And we forget what we went in that room for. Then we go back to the other room to go take care of that. We may remember to do that and we may move on to something else. It's so easy to get dist- distracted in the busyness of the seasons and not remember the main thing, which is our focus on Christ and our purpose for his kingdom and his glory. Preparing our hearts and being thankful. Grateful is the Thanksgiving season, and it also serves well in our Christmas season, but sometimes we miss the purpose of it all. So, how did we do during Thanksgiving? When someone acted ugly, when we left out something, when we forgot something, when we had to go to the grocery store three times again, or someone else did not do something we expected. Were we grateful? Were we forgiving? Were we gracious? Or maybe not. Our goal. Did others see Christ in us in our holiday? And do we see Christ in others did we try to? When Jesus returns, among many other things, found in the word. Ultimately we know that Jesus will set up his kingdom and the Lord will be king over the whole earth. We celebrated Christ the King Sunday last Sunday. In establishing his kingdom, Jesus will first set up a judgment. There's that word for those who are still alive after the tribulation and who are on earth at the time of the second coming. The judgment of the sheep and the goats. But along with the judgment, there will also be a resurrection of all believers in God. Glory to God, Revelation 24, and all believers at the time of his coming, his second coming, will join together to live with him during his thousand year of And there's a lot more on the story, we all know that, but to end on a good note, when Jesus returns, Titus 2.13. We choose the blessed hope. What makes the difference? Our faith in Christ makes the difference. And when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? Luke 18.8. And it is our work and reminder today in the scripture passage to remain faithful to continue to run the race, to fight the good fight, to keep the hope, to persevere, and be a witness to those who may not know Christ, but may come to know Him by having known us. To be less focused on the things that have meant so much to us in the past, maybe, and more focused on the things that really should matter. I've said this several times before, and it continues to come to me. Do I want to be right, or do I want to be in a relationship with somebody? Create me a clean heart. Season to reflect on what Christ is doing in our lives and in our hearts. Live in the light of his first coming and of his presence. Be discerning, spiritually aware at all times. Accept the uncertainties, know they're coming, and walk by faith, not by sight. Don't lose hope, keep in faith. Encourage and love one another by offering grace and support. Live as if today were the day he was returning with a thankful heart. Keep on doing the work Jesus left us to do. And run the race, finish the course, and keep our eyes on Jesus. Show kindness, gentleness, peacefulness, love, joy, and patience, and yes, self-control. these things with God's help. And in closing, Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, and Isaiah 23 through 24 guides us by the word of God. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders us and the sin that so easily entangles us. And let us run the perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the joy set before him, endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured opposition from sinful men, so that you and I might not grow weary. Remember also Ephesians 2.10, we each have good works, which God prepared for you and for me in advance to do for his glory and his kingdom, a race marked out for each of us. Today we are reminded that even and especially when the going gets tough, and it is and it will continue, the tough get going. God has a plan for you, and he has a plan for me. And today we are especially reminded of this during this Advent season of reflection and remembrance. Just a few questions to close. What allows us what slows us down in our lives or trips us up in our race each day? What is keeping you or me from running well? From doing the good that God has marked out for you and from to running, the perseverance is continuing to keep our eyes fixed on Him and His kingdom and His glory, not on our own. Who will help us persevere, He says and promises, to not grow weary or, or lose heart. And we will then be able to stay on course. We will remember the return, what our purpose is, and our goal for the day. We won't leave it behind.